Here we go! Mystery box, mystery box. What's inside the mystery box? Mystery box, mystery box. What's inside the mystery box? Welcome, Ohana, to this mysterious episode of the Disney Guys Uncensored. This is episode 26, recorded on September 16th, 2019. We are your hosts, Drew, Bob, and Jay. And on tonight's episode, we take a look at... Well, you're just going to have to wait to find out. So come, journey with us. Cut the tape, unfold the flaps, see what's inside this crazy mystery box. Uh, so this week, guys, we have no buzz tube, so uh, Gord is still out there roaming around, but we do have plenty of news to make up for it. So let's head on over to the Disney News Desk. According to DVCnews.com, a new ruling means that the Disney Vacation Club's members must purchase a minimum of 100 points direct from DVC in order to fully qualify for the club's membership extras. This news marks a huge 30% increase over the previous minimum purchase requirement of 75 points, which was put in place last year. This has come from an even bigger jump from the original minimum of only 25 points made effective from 2016. Most likely the reason for this is the new demand uh, looks like a further combat towards the high number of owners joining DVC by buying points from the release resale market. The new restrictions will take effect September 17th and will affect all membership extras. This will include the discounts, access to lounges, special events, and so much more. Yeah, I mean, I think this is Disney just trying to rail back in what they have here with the Vacation Club. Um, like you said, Jay, what happens is a lot of these people buy into the Disney Vacation Club, right. and then they end up reselling it. Um, there's websites that mirror you to go on and buy a, you know, buy yep. it from them. So people are going there and buying these Vacation Clubs rather than going through Disney because it's a lot cheaper. So I think Disney's trying to tie people's hands and say, no, come to us. You get the better deals. So um, here's my concern with this and what you just said and since it's the mystery box of fun tonight and we have some <laughs> battles going on let's start with the news right away to me this is going to push people further into the resale market right because True. honestly the ancillary benefits and listen i'm not a v dvc member i know a few of you in the ohana are but i would still go to the secondary market and get them at the better and not not get tables in wonderland discount i mean the ancillary benefits i i think you're gonna save over the long run still buying in the resale market but mm -hmm. i guess good on them they have a lot of properties coming online they've got the, they really the, do the, they've got the drug rehabilitation center opening up behind the contemporary they've got the the Riviera opening up uh, later this year, actually. So th they have properties coming online. I, I don't know. I, I have a lot of problems with Disney this week, guys. So huh. let's keep it flowing. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't say that I have much different view. But anyways, let's move on. 
budget comes uh, budget cuts have come quite a few live entertainment options will be reduced or cut entirely beginning in October on the chopping block is Muppets present great moments in American history oh my gosh I love that show DJ dance one. party over at Lightning McQueen's Race Academy. Yeah, Why open it at that point? Right, you know, I was wondering the same. <laughs> like the Royal Majesty Makers crew. Finally, the Move It, Shake It, Mouse Could Dance It street party is being cut from three shows to two. I mean, Are, wh- why stop there? Just keep cutting those things. So, <laughs> so here's my problem with this. You, you, you're. Saving nickels on the dollar by by cutting right. these shows in particular. I, I how much can that. the Muppets? How much can the Muppets present great moments in American history? Honestly, cost Seriously. you a run. I'll tell like, you how much it costs. Uh, take five employees and whatever their hourly wages and make it only a twenty minute show. So that's all it is. Not even. So you're right, Bob. It's going to be a couple hundred I, of dollars. I, I mean, I, I again. I, I have a lot of problems with Disney now, this week. I, right? I, I, I think the Move It, Shake It one, that's probably the most expensive one on the list. Yeah, agreed, because that's yeah, going to cost... Then, it's kind of overrated. Listen, I don't, machinery. I don't love the losing of the Streetmosphere crew in, in Fantasyland. I, I didn't like a couple of years ago when they cut the Streetmosphere guys at the studios, the, the crazy you know actors and actresses right. and the directors. That was a cool show. I, it just... It is so Disney. It is such a Disney thing to see that. No other amusement park does Streetmosphere quite as well as Disney. And to see, this is always the first place they go for cuts. And and again, I'm not sure we're done with me standing on a soapbox with Disney and cuts in no. the news section this week. So, no. Jay, go ahead. Bob Iger has announced that he will be stepping down from Apple's board of directors. Like, we didn't see this coming already with his stepping down as CEO anyways. But being that both parties are launching competing streaming services this November, it was in his best interest to do so. Yeah, I don't know that it's mutually exclusive to him resigning. No, I'm just saying we, it was going to happen anyway. Board. But what I will say is the, the gentleman, uh, Schmidt was his last name, that uh, was the head of Google at the time when they partnered with Android to bring a competing right. phone to the market. He, he left the, the, the board of directors to the Apple board of directors is honestly, I don't want to say like a gentleman's club, and I don't mean it like that. I mean like a, an old-fashioned, you know, sipping a gin and smoking a cigar, wearing a sweater vest type thing. It's kind of like the old boys club, you know? They kind of just, they put people on there almost as figureheads. What did Bob Iger honestly do on the Apple board? Let's be honest. Who gives a crap about him leaving the Apple board? And you know what? If you do, John Blanco, I know you're a big Apple guy. I, I apologize for taking that shot at you. I don't. I'm an, I'm anti Apple, but that's a whole other story. <laughs> <laughs> so Disney World Resort hopes to spread some extra magic to Orlando's hometown college football team, the UCF Knights. Beginning this season, Knight fans will have a little extra pixie dust as Disney becomes the official theme park, water park, resort, and cruise line destination for the football team. PhotoPass service is replacing human photographers with automated cameras at the Mickey and Minnie uh, meet and greets in the Magic Kingdom. These are the ones similar to the ones that have been put in place in several other locations, such as I believe there's one in the Launch Bay for Kylo Ren. 
Um, but this is particularly the one right is the entrance where you would where they used to have uh, talking magician Mickey. Yep, Tinkerbell also has it here. Yeah, uh, right. Hollow. This one here. I don't know if you guys have caught on to my anger with Disney and cuts tonight, but <laughs> this is ridiculous. I, I have no use for this either. I, I, a gentleman I follow on Twitter posted some pictures. He's down there of them. They just don't seem to be as candid. And I got to be honest with you, especially with Mickey Mouse, especially right. with Tinkerbell, right. especially with Minnie. It's like, you know, little kids meet these characters for the first time and it is the the thrill of a lifetime. It's the yeah. moment of a lifetime for people to cherish. And you're going to get a random every three to five second pose. And, and I feel like, at least in my in my experience with PhotoPass, the photographers make the experience. Absolutely, they're down with you. I, I know they they took pictures uh, when my son was real little. The first time we went when he was turning three or four, however old he was at the time. Uh, we got so many candid shots of him in characters where he was in line waiting. And you could tell him, yes, he's a little apprehensive and it was a progression thing. You're not going to get that now. I think this is horse crap. And I, I, there's already writing campaigns on Twitter to the parks. I'm going to encourage anyone that's listening to do the same, send emails, make phone calls because this is horse shit. Yeah. <laughs> How do you really feel about it? No, I mean, yep. I, I, a hundred percent agree, Bob. Um, you know, I, you, it, it, it's silly because, like, exactly like you said, you're paying the money for the photo pass and then the magic maker, I'm sorry. And then and then what you end up having to do is you have to use your cell phone to take those candid photos, right? Yeah. So you're paying that money to eliminate the use of your, your phones and having right. to worry about that. Mm-hmm. And now if you don't do that, you're going to miss out. So 100% agreed. Um, you know, it's nice. It's going to give you those candid photos, but sure. I mean, how much to get back to your point, Bob, how much money are you really eliminating by getting rid of one or two, you know, people, photographers, now? especially yeah. those ones. Right. Now, this is some of the others I can ones. see. Well, listen, this isn't coming to Main Street. They're not going to put posts in the middle of Main Street every 12 feet for, <laughs> to take automatic pictures. At least, well, I, I don't know. I wouldn't put it past them at this point. Right. <laughs> but but these are like the character ones. Like I, 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 this really chapped my ass when I saw it. I wasn't and not just it. these aren't just, you know, some of those characters that you see once in a while that, Correct. you know, they're all over the park. These are like the characters to me. Yeah. Jay, I don't want to take a shot at you here, but let, let's say they had a permanent Stitch meet and greet. While Stitch is very popular, he, he is. Yeah. If they had it there would almost I, I could you could almost sell me on it. Oh, yeah, if, sure. It, what's really, really got me here is it is the guy. It is Mickey Mouse. They, yes. Like it, it's yeah. just I don't want to say it's disrespectful, but it, it it, it's is. kind of a slap in the face of the consumer. I, again, I, we could talk about it all night, Jay. No, we got one more thing to talk about in the news section that remarkably I'm not upset about. It, it's it's great. So let's go to it. Right, absolutely. <laughs> so the Beauty and the Beast Lounge coming to the Grand Floridian now has a name, the Enchanted Rose, and it will it, encompass four distinct areas a formal library featuring the baroque aesthetics of the the new movie that just came out just remember jay if it's not baroque (laughs) 
Don't. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Oh, oh boy, it's gonna be a long night. Long night. <laughs> it's gonna have a garden room that will take inspiration from the enchanted forest. I mean, it it, it's, it can't be worse than the other freaking room. You know, I, I once went to the enchanted forest up in Lake George. <laughs> it's, it's a disaster. Let's, okay. Uh. There's going to be an outdoor terrace that will evoke the romance of Beauty and Beast, the Beast's personal terrace. From the film. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think of his terrace as being in any way romantic. But okay, <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh. Maybe, I, have, maybe I do have problems with this. I don't know. Apparently. <laughs> And finally, a main lounge themed to the ballroom with a a chandelier themed after Belle's own gown. I mean, how big is is this lounge going to be? I don't know. And and secondly, (laughs) why isn't it just themed to the chandelier that's in the friggin' movie? You know? Well, it's artsy, you know. Uh, Grand Floridian, you can't just put any chandelier there. It's gotta be <laughs> no, fair enough. You got you to spend fifty thousand uh, dollars on one. <laughs> again, this is this is uh, coming. That's to why you're Meisner's. having the buzz cut. Yeah. That chandelier. Yes, th- this is this is coming to Meisner's Lounge, like Jay said. Again, a couple of things here that I am not particularly thrilled with. Obviously, in the news this week, all to do with budget cuts. I mean, I hate to say it, but I, you know what? You can take your Star Wars land and get the hell out of here. And give me back nothing, and give me back these <laughs> options that I have. Nothing. That's uh, <laughs> all right. You know what? Well, well, let's go, let's go to the top. To thank, thank, thank you, uh, Jay, for that. But we are going to move on over now to the topic of the week. And yes, folks, tonight is the mystery box. My favorite. Bob's even more favorite. And uh, uh, Jay's indifferent. But anyway, so what we're doing tonight, we have a couple different categories we're going to talk about. It's going to be fun. Um, we're going to go through, I don't want to call them games, but kind of. So the first one is going to be something we call versus mode. Uh, the next one is going to be questions, uh, which Bob will take us through. And the last That's... one is going to be more of a front row, back row kind of approach. As you can through. tell, we really went on a limb and we named these sections this week. <laughs> well, so let's just get this thing started. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to, again named uh versus right so what i'm gonna do is i'm going to name off two random rides yeah, sometimes three sometimes three i think i don't know three and they're not just rides it could be anything disney related a lot mostly shows, rides shows but, um, more shows they're gonna be slightly related slightly not related but the point is is that um i want both you two and then i'll give my opinion at the end to kind of just give off which one you would prefer uh, you know, we don't have to get into a deep explanation, but if you feel like there's something that you want to talk about or, or verify why you picked it, then let's go for it. Oh, yeah, I think some of these may warrant that, but some of these uh, I think will be pretty self-explanatory. Absolutely. Uh, so let's start right this off. Number one, Kilimanjaro Safari versus the Jungle Cruise. That's a tough one, folks. Jay, what do you think? Jungle Cruise. Okay, absolutely. Oh, get the hell out of here. It's not even that close. It's Kilimanjaro <laughs> Safari. It's one of the best rides on property. This is this guy's out of his mind. We're only in the first one. Andrew, what do you got? Absolutely. Kilimanjaro Safari. No questions asked. It's not even that uh, close. It's and not. I love the Jungle Cruise. <laughs> I do. Oh, it's, all it's, right. It's, 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 yeah, there's nothing else to say about it. 100%. Number two, Dumbo versus 
the magic carpets of Aladdin. Uh, Bob. Please, Dumbo. Well, Jay? Uh, I'll have to agree there. As much as I love Aladdin, the theming yeah. for Dumbo is way better. Are you yeah. kidding me? He was never... He didn't even put Aladdin in the top ten Disney movies of all time. <laughs> I don't even think he likes Aladdin. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but for me, absolutely Dumbo. I mean, the Chew alone. Uh, yeah, there's there's please. no there's no spinning yeah. camel. That's <laughs> a win. So absolutely, you uh, would bring that up. And, Dumbo, and we Dumbo. and we all know how. I mean, most of us feel about the placement of Aladdin as well. It's just, it, we, yeah, number it's three. Shame. It's a shame. Aladdin is jammed right into yeah. Adventureland. But That's, I will tell you. I will tell you, and and I do love the live action. I will tell you that I feel like the magic carpets of Aladdin. If it was themed to the live action one, which is weird, I don't know how you would retheme it to a live action one, <laughs> would make more sense in Adventureland than the cartoony, animated, really bright carpets they have there now. Right. They should, I think I, I mean, would agree to that. Maybe some earthy tones. They could repaint the carpets, I guess. Sure. They just need to get it out of there. It's, it's, it's a weird it. spot. What would you put there? Not, nothing. I anyway, think anyway, it was fine when there was nothing camel. there. Let's yes. move on to number three. Big Thunder Mountain versus Space Mountain. Jake, what do you got? Big Thunder all the way. Bob Thunder. Thunder for me as well. Not even. And it's not a disrespect right. to space. It really no, is. No, no, no. But Thunder Thunder is just such a good ride. It's so fun. And Space Mountain will beat you to death. They they really need to rebuild yeah. that track. Go, oh, come Another year. You heard it here first. When Tron opens, that ride goes down to a studs to the ground yep. redo. Can't wait. 100%. I wouldn't even be surprised if they entered, thought about some kind of IP, Bub, because you know how much they love that. That would be a tough one, but. Yeah, Speaking of IP. Star- they could put Star Wars in it. Because <laughs> that's not? doing so well. Anyways, let's move on. Can you hear me, Bob? <laughs> <laughs> Country Bears versus Tiki Room. Bob? Tiki Room. Jay? Tiki Room. Hold on. Uh, Tiki Room? I'm going to go with the Country Bears on this one. The Country Bears can kiss the hair on the side of my ass. <laughs> I, I need to know why you hit Tiki Room here. That's an all-time classic attraction. And, and Country Bears is not. Country Bears isn't? Not on the level that Tiki Room is. And I, it's actually no disrespect to Country Bears, even though they can kiss the underside of my keister. But the Tiki Room, I just, I don't know. I like Adventureland. I, I like where it is. I like the whole presentation better. I like the backstory of Tiki Room. Uh, Country Bears, though, I will tell you, has quite, quite a backstory about, you know, the, the, the buffalo heads mounted on the wall and yep, what yep, it used yep. to connect to. I'm not going to bore you with the details tonight, but Country Bears is no joke, but I lean Tiki Room, just a personal preference. Well, I, I, I've been going to this as a tiebreaker, and I'm going Country Bears. Okay. Uh, yeah, like you said, that, that's a lot of fun. Uh, next one. Tough. Oh, I don't even know how I'm going. Rockin' Roller Coaster versus Tower of Terror. Jay, what do you got? Well, being that I've not ridden either of these, oh. based off of what I've I've heard, seen online, <laughs> I'd have to go Tower of Terror. Heaven help us. <laughs> huh? Yeah, Tower of Terror. It's the, it's the, come on. I mean, I, I, I love Rock and Roller Coaster. I really, really so do. So here's, here's my thing. Um, so you're saying you're well, loving an elevator. Well, 
thrill factor, Correct. I would go rock and roller coaster. Overall ride experience, theme in. Nope, it's not what we're doing. Care. We're just picking one. I don't care what you think about the, the well, thrill factors I'm, or anything like that. I'm telling you, I'm going Tower of Terror. Yeah, so a clean sweep for Tower of Terror. It's yep. not really that surprising. And really, this is one of those that stop for a second and say, these really have nothing in common other than geographic location, and that's why we did right. it. We walk, walk on there. If we you walk on the Sunset, Sunset Boulevard and you have to pick one or the other, I'm going Tower of Terror. That, I mean, that's it. It's not or, the, I love old, Rock and Roller Coaster. Old school days, you didn't go grab the paper fast pass of Terror, go on to Rock and Roller Coaster. Right. And that. Correct. All right. Next one. Oh, it's the one that started this whole thing. Yeah, so little history <laughs> is uh, this is this is um this kind of stuff. Yes, and, and I'm not gonna lie, this was on another Disney uh, Facebook it was on, page. It, yes, I forget the guy's name who but, posted uh, it. I would shout him out, but it, it it started some conversation. It got me and Bubba talking. We actually, Bubba, to be honest, we've had this versus idea for quite some time. Right, but this was the one that really kicked this it because the said, versus idea time. and so our versus idea for everyone to give a quick history turned into Lost Attractions Part 1. Don't ask <laughs> us how that happened, but that's what happened. Well, originally it was supposed <laughs> to be the Lost Attraction versus the Versus this replacement. So we moved on Horizons versus Mission Space, at which point I would have had an yeah. aneurysm and died, so I don't know how I would have chosen either <laughs> one of them. But Flight of Passage versus Soar and Drew, I'm going to let you go first this time, and then you can take the list back over. Because we I, all know what this, side of the fence I land on. Really and I just want you... Yes, I want you... To just shock the world with your pick. Well, there's no shocking because we all know how I feel about Soren. We all know how I feel about the land in general. So I can't <laughs> pick a ride that's in the land. Of course I'm going Flight of the Passage. It's one of the top three Disney rides of the uh, property. You still know it's Flight of Passage, right? It's not Flight of the Passage. <laughs> it's, it's, it's never been yes. Flight of the Passage. Okay, of course I just want to make sure. Okay, good. Oh, boy. Jay, I, Jay go ahead. Yeah, I know. You're you're looking at me with disdain over there. Uh, but yes, I yes, can't I really say anything about Flight of Passage. I've not been on it, and I do love Soren, So, So, Jay, have you ever been on Flight of the Passage? It's Flight of Passage's, uh, you know, lower-key cousin. You know, I looked at Flight of the Passage, and yeah. I said, you know what? Uh, no, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. I, I turned right. both you, of them down. You know, Flight of the Passage choice. did seem to be a little bit more, I don't know, realistic. Yeah, yeah, it was um, it, it was similar to to when Moses led the Israelites out of Jerusalem. Oh yeah, that's right. It's and then they all design. went off to it Mars to start colonizing. Crazy, crazy, absolutely stuff. insane. <laughs> Obviously, I'm picking Flight of Passage, and it's not even close for me. <laughs> I'm in Andrew's camp with this one. I don't hate Soren like he does, but Flight of Passage is, is probably the best ride I've ever been on. So it, for me, it's not even close. All right, well, next one, number seven, moving into the trifecta here for the first one. We are going uh, Winnie the Pooh versus Peter Pan's Flight versus The Little Mermaid. Um, Jay, what are you thinking here, buddy? I'm going Peter Pan on this one. Had a boy. <laughs> Bob. I think we just floored him. This is a uh, tough one for me. Because take, you take your feelings out of it. Because clearly it. it's not Peter Pan. Clearly it's not Peter Pan. Um, it's. I know where you're going here. I have a feeling. I, I got to tell you, I I love 
Winnie the Pooh. I love the characters. <laughs> I love the ride. I, I love the it. idea of the honeypots. I, I love the free-flowingness of the ride itself. What? But for me, it's the Little Mermaid. I, I love that ride. I love the queue. The scene with Sebastian, when it's all operational, is one of the great dark ride scenes in any Disney ride. I, I, I just I love that ride, and I can't explain why. No, you're absolutely right. And we've talked about that ride so much in the queue, like you said. And now that you made me started thinking about it, I'm, I'm, I'm torn because obviously it's not Woody the Pooh for me because that's a whole other. I think that ride sucks. But <sighs> it's cold. It's cold. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I have to I have to do it. I have to say Peter Pan's flight. Woo-hoo! I just have to. I as much as you're right. Mermaid is a top 10 ride. I think it was right. It was um, number ten yeah. because yeah. of the queue by by Mike. But the ride itself is solid too. Now that's that's a tough one. I'd like to see that one. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, that's one's another another. Uh, this one's very comparable. So we're going with number eight here: Slinky Dog versus the Seven Dwarf Mine Train. Uh, Bubba, what do you got? Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. It, it, and again, it's it's. I love Slinky Dog. I really, really do like the, the mechanisms. They're similar in design, how Slinky's got a little bit more back and forth because he's you know, a Slinky and Seven Dwarfs, obviously, the car shake. I just, the, the theming overall for me had yeah. a lot to do with me picking Seven Dwarfs Mine Train Absolutely. and the dark ride aspect through the mine. I just, I, I really enjoy the attraction. Yeah. Jay? I'm going Slinky Dog. Wow. I enjoyed that more. Wow. I'm actually I'm also going Seven Dwarf Mine Train. I agree. I think, um, although Slinky Dog is, is oh, I love fun, Slinky. I love Wheezy. I love uh, all of them. Oh yeah. I I I look back since they're both newer rides, right? For for what we have, I remember Seven Dwarf Mine Train kind of more, you know, like wow, looking around because, you, like you said, Bub, you have to go through the dark, dark portion of it, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I look back to the two first time experiences. Yeah, Seven Dwarf Mine Train, hundred percent. Yep. All right. Next one, number nine, Mission Space versus Star Tours. Uh, <sighs> well, Jay, I mean, let's let's, yeah. let's go with you there. Oh my gosh, how can I pick? Stuff I like... don't know. I don't know how you can pick the next one either. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so let's stick on this one. Uh, I think I'm going to have to go Star Tours on this one. Yeah. No, you know what I love about Star Tours is the uniqueness of uh, the different rides. Right. Even the different ride every time. Um, you know, I, I yeah, Bob. No, I mean I, I'm going with the Rodney Danger field of attractions here. A ride that can't get no respect no because wolf. it made people because it made people throw up once or twice <laughs> and maybe die. Well, I mean, you know, die to interpretation. Yeah, no big deal. But. I, I am going Mission Space. I, I'm in the minority here. Not necessarily with you guys. I know, Andrew, you do like the ride, too. So, yep. um, and, and, and Jay, I know I, all three of us will, will argue the merits of Mission Space till we're blue in the face to people that don't like it. Yep. Uh, but for me, and, and I actually love Star Tours. This one actually was yeah. really tough for me. To this point, probably the toughest one when I was looking at right. the list. Because I, both rides offer something so unique. In the way they're done. Star Tours, I mean, was fine for Star Wars. I don't know why we needed the whole freaking land for it. <laughs> it immersed you in the land. Uh, I, I like the idea of going to the travel agency. You walk in. I, yeah, I, I love everything about Star Tours. 
But my goodness, I just love what Mission Space is and what it represented in almost like a Horizons 2.0, where like it was the sequel to Horizons with the uh, with the space aspect of it. So yeah. I, I personally, I go Mission Space. 100% agreed, Bob. Uh, as much as I love both rides, I, I gotta go Mission Space as well. You know, just from when you're walking in, and like you said, you get your you get your uh, ticket, yeah. And you're just it's the whole experience that lead it up to but let's it. Let's be honest, uh, both experiences are great, Drew. I mean, oh, I, yeah. me, I, I think they Andrew, are. I think there was one time me and you went to Disney by ourselves. Uh, this was we, we were younger, obviously, and, and I think we were at the studios. Well, this is when the studios man had everything was was really packed with, with good stuff. <laughs> yep. And mm-hmm. we went on Star Tours like 56 times in a row one night on one of the <laughs> E-Ride nights. And we, loved, we just kept getting on, man. It was great. It's a fun but, one. I agree. But again, it, it's for me, though, like you said, Drew, I mean, it, what sticks out to you about Mission Space? Because I try to tell people when they ask me, oh, what do you like about it? I, I don't know. It's I the just uniqueness, love the right? so it's, It is the uniqueness. Um, you got to get through the claustrophobic part of yeah. it. I, I know yeah. people don't like that. But it truly is nothing like any other ride, and it, it right. gets to the point you're like, how is it? How are they doing this? And right. you need to just again, a lot of rides do this at Disney, right? But once you're sitting down in your spaceship, if you want to call it that, or your rocket, right? You're, you're literally again, you forget where you are for those yeah. three minutes, and you're so engrossed into the, the screen, it's in your face. You have a job, just you know, so it's like I got to make sure I'm paying attention to my job. Mm-hmm. Um, it's cool. It's cool. No, it, it, I always had an infatuation with space, and Jay, I think we've had that conversation yes. at one point before. Where I, I wanted to be an astronaut when I was growing up. Yeah, right. Right. So this is as close as you can come. I mean, I, yeah. I do. Again, both rides are excellent. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, well, you do pull some G's in there. That's for sure. It really does make certainly. you feel yeah, like you are and, in a rocket that's lifting off. Yeah, hey, it's, when it's you hear the words it, "go but... for launch," you may want to <laughs> hold on. I will say I enjoyed the Gary Sinise pre-show more than absolutely. The new one, the new, just just kind of, the new one's very deadpan. It's, I mean, granted, yeah. Gary Sinise I mean, is not you know very expressive in on his own, but I the new know, one is just I, so much more flatly delivered. Yeah. Yep. I agree. But speaking of difficult uh, rides to pick uh-huh. from, I mean, two of the most iconic rides on the property, number ten. Haunted Mansion versus Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, Jay, what are you thinking? Oh, man. These are both absolute must-dos. I love them both dearly. Oh, man. I think I'm going to go with Haunted Mansion on this. Yeah. I hear you, Bob. Tough one here, because mm-hmm. I, I respect the hell out of what they did with with pirates of the caribbean with uh-huh. the jack sparrow stuff in yep. the ride i don't think it takes away from the experience i'm not yeah. bitter about it uh, i'm going haunted mansion though i think haunted mansion overall mm-hmm. you know top to bottom beginning to beginning to end is a more coherent it more is. cohesive right. attraction and, and, and i yeah, you know what i, mean, I, I and i, I love yeah, Haunted Go Mansion is good. Yeah, it's well, just you know what? so I, good. And I, and I talked about this a little bit, I think, a few episodes ago, as far as Pirates of the Caribbean. Again, I don't want to say it's an amazing ride, but holding up over time, when I look at it versus the Haunted Mansion, the Haunted Mansion, I go on it every time still, and I'm still seeing something new. I'm yeah. still so I think, like, looking around. Uh, I so think what me, you're trying to say here 
is Haunted Mansion is a little more timeless for you. Like you can, there you go. the rewritability of Haunted Mansion it, is it, greater than the rewritability of Pirates of the Caribbean. I, I believe it is. Yes. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I think we all agree. I mean, yep. That wasn't nearly as aggressive as I thought it was going to get. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Number 11, the Walt Disney World Railroad. Uh, I know somebody's favorite on here versus the Tomorrowland Transit Authority. Or Bub, known as the People Mover. The People Mover. What are you thinking? <laughs> I'm the idiot that put most of these together on this list. Why would I put <laughs> this one together? This I can't decide one. between these right. two attractions. We'll come back to you. I'll let you think about it. Jay. Um, I think I'm going to go with the Transit Authority because... Um, they're both great rides, but you can get a railroad almost anywhere in any park. You don't get the uh, the futuristic transit authority like you do at Disney here, anywhere else. And, and you know what? I think with the railroad being closed for so long right now and it's yeah. going to be closed for even longer, you almost, I don't want to say forget the nostalgia of it because it's, it, you're not going to forget it. No. I mean, get the f- Are no. you? Okay. This is ridiculous. All right. Go ahead. <laughs> Let's, oh, you forgot I the train station exists. Are you kidding me? I said, I didn't say the train station. I can't miss it. I said the nostalgia of, of, of what the, the ride means, what the railroad means to what the original content of it was, right? I mean, it's more than just an attraction, is what I'm trying to say. It's a legit mode of transportation. Right. It 100% is. I, I And I can't tell you how many times, Bob, me and you went there. You run up the stairs, you get on the train, and then you get off at Splash Mountain. We we did that dozens of times, right? So I I agree. What that ride means to the park is huge. But right. to Jay's point, I also agree. I have a lot of memories included with you, Bob, with the Tomorrowland Transit Authority. And I think oh, that's yeah, I mean, we rode one that for of like those 45 rides. minutes. It's that's just straight. relaxing. It's um, intriguing. Yeah. You know, I remember even the first time you don't want it. It's like, where am I going next? Where am, where am I going next? Like, where am I? It's 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 cool. So that for me, People Mover, hundred percent. So the technology of the People Mover is fantastic. Right. If we could figure out a way to harness that in everyday life with the linear induction motors and things like that for mass transit, it'd be great. Oh yeah. Um, I'm still going railroad. It's an iconic attraction to me. It it is everything that Disney parks are. You can go to Storyland in New Hampshire and get a train ride. You can go to Williamsburg in Bush Gardens, in Tampa, in Bush Gardens, and get a train ride. You mm-hmm. can go to Universal Studios now and ride a much more exciting version <laughs> of a train ride. Okay? I'm not saying that these don't exist, but for me, second only to the castle in terms of iconic in terms of iconic. Yeah, I agree. At the park, and, and that's why I'm picking the railroad. And I actually, you, I, I consider the tower, the, the Tomorrowland Transit Authority, the best ride in Tomorrowland, Space Mountain included. So, mm. I mean, for me, it's not easy that I say the railroad, but I, I just, I love the railroad. Sure. Yeah. All right, number twelve, Test Track versus Dinosaur. Bob. Hmm. So, both slot cars. One a right. little bit more, one aggressive in a way, one faster in a way, because that dinosaur is not a very fast ride. Um, 
I mean, this is one of those you pretty much depending on the day which one you'd want to go on because <laughs> this is true they're, because yeah. they're similar. They're similar, but no, they're, yeah, they're yeah, yeah. Ve- but they're very different because of their of their ride system. Uh, I, if this was Test Track 1.0, the original Test Track. I don't think it's as close as I'm making it out to be. I'd probably right. go test track. I agree. But I don't love the new test track interior. It did grow on me the last time I went. I actually kind of said, listen, let's go in, design the car, have a good time. Don't be yeah. so angry about it. It's still a Disney attraction. And it actually does a, a pretty decent job of, of keeping the spirit of the original. But for me, Dinosaur is the better attraction. Okay. I think I, I agree about Test Track 1.0. Not a fan of the uh, Tron-esque interior for this. I think it did Correct. better with a, uh, you know, the actual realistic look that it had originally. Right, the industrial, right. you know, proving ground, which is what it was. Right, yeah. right, exactly. Yeah, uh, and, and, I am a fan of the new new uh, vehicles. I mean, that's cool, but I, I prefer the. Uh, Definitely prefer the uh, the more industrial look than the the new yeah. one. You know, I, I don't know. I I commend the innovation or right, to design a car oh, sure. and whatnot. But to me, it's lackluster. It's it's just time consuming. It's 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 holding up the line more. It's, I don't know. I'm not. I'm just not a fan of that. Well, I gotta be 100% you honest. know, they were so preoccupied whether or not they could. They didn't, didn't stop no, thinking about whether or not they should. Yep. <laughs> Um, I mean, obviously, this is no bourbon for me. We all know how I feel about Dinosaur, so Dinosaur, 100%. Yeah, so you can go back to our top 10 attractions. Andrew will tell you all about Dinosaur. <laughs> and tell you how much he hates Dino Land but loves Dinosaur. Well, you know what? Let's change it up a little bit. Let's move on over to some shows here. Uh, well, actually, just one show. Let's move on to the one that we have shows on. So, Festival of the Lion King versus Finding Nemo the Musical, Jay. Um, I think I'm going to go with Lion King on this one. The costume is just costuming is just absolutely out of this world. Yeah, I'm going Lion King too. No, not and it's not even that close. And I actually have come around on Nemo as well, being a decent show. But yeah. for me, Festival of Lion King is one of the greatest things I've ever seen at an amusement park in terms of shows. I love it. Well, Bob, I'm blowing your world here. I'm going to find a Nemo the musical. No, I think I'm not that surprised <laughs> with you because yeah. I think we've almost had. The, I think we've almost talked you into being a fan of the. Sh- you did. I, right. I mean, yeah. You asked me five years ago. I hated the thing. I know. <laughs> I think you know, it was is last week when we were talking about the lost shows. I think yeah. we talked about Nemo right. a little bit. And, and you know what? You, I could tell you were leaning. I could tell you were kind of like, up. yeah. You know what? It's not that bad of a show. And you know what? I went. I saw the whole thing the last time I went. You know. Correct. And um, yeah, it's 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 fun. But uh, this one here, uh, Frozen Ever After versus. The Grand Fiesta Tour. Starring Jay. three Caballeros. Yeah, Jay, what do you think? So as much as I, I like to, to talk about how I hate Frozen, <laughs> I'm going to go with Frozen After on Ever After on this one because as much as I hate the fact that, that everybody blows it up to be as, as amazing as... I mean, it is good, but it's just everybody blows it up to be so huge. I do enjoy the movie and I do enjoy the ride. Absolutely. Well, this is uh, a big moment for you, Jay, admitting you like Frozen. <laughs> on a podcast that gets distributed around the world. Right? There's no taking that statement back, Jay, you know. Absolutely not, I know. Okay, you're going to own it. I like it. I am. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going Grand Fiesta Tour. Stop it. 
Uh, okay. <laughs> I knew you were going to. You are in charge of the tape, bro, not me. So if you want to stop the tape, go ahead. But I'm ready to go to the next one if you are. Frozen Ever After. Let's move on. I, okay. I can't do that. I can't. <laughs> okay. Carousel of Progress versus Prince <laughs> Carousel. Well, perhaps I the most per- perhaps the most lopsided of the <laughs> the options, I think. Can I go first? Yes, you can. Carousel of Progress. I don't need to tell you my answers. Carousel of Progress. And actually, I do enjoy Prince Charming Real Carousel. It's a very nice carousel. Carousel of Progress. Jay? Uh, I think it's a bright, big, beautiful tomorrow. <laughs> well, you know what, Bob? If you can pick Grand Fiesta Tour, hell, I'm going Prince Charming Carousel. That's fine. I'm not going to hold it against you. I'm not going to judge you for that. You might. I'm, I, I am a little, <laughs> but I'm not going to let you know about it. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm sure you will at some point. Uh, yes. boy. All right, next one. Uh, we're bringing back Dinosaur because, hell, it's our podcast. We do whatever the hell we want. Correct. And we're going to compare that to Everest. Which, so, uh, again, just seems like a heavyweight battle of two geographically similar look jobs because they are an entirely different ride structure. Yeah, I'm not sure this one made the list. Bob, what are you thinking? Expedition Everest. Jay? <sighs> Haven't really ridden either one, but I'll go with Expedition Everest. Now, you see, I feel like I'm leaning towards Everest because I already picked Dinosaur, but I can't. I have to go Dinosaur. Even though I love Everett. So it's love, funny, love, love John Blanco, you were on Facebook earlier with us. We were discussing some of the lists that we've done. This is a perfect example of Stop. Andrew just picking with his heart instead of his head. Everest is ten times the attraction that Dinosaur is. Well, we it's unbelievable. Said, we never said this was the best. This is, this is a little bit of everything. I know. You like Dinosaur. You're a big Dinosaur guy, and so am I. I really I am. am. But for me, Everest, I mean... What if the Yeti was operational? Would you pick Everest then? Well, then I'd feel nervous for my safety. That's fair. Okay. <laughs> well, you thought that one was uh, interesting. How about this next one? Liberty <laughs> Bell Riverboat versus Tomorrowland <laughs> Speedway. And I think we can all agree we should probably just move on to the next one. <laughs> I'm, picking, I'm picking the riverboat. I love the riverboat. Thank you. That's all. I like the riverboat. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go with the riverboat, too, because I mentioned this before that we started the podcast. When my youngest, Sienna, first got her chance to drive the, on the Tomorrowland speed, Speedway, I came out with whiplash. Yep. Well, so I'm going to shot the world here, and I'm going Speedway. Not that, Only, and that hurts. I hate the Speedway, but let me tell you, you talked about budget cuts. Get rid of the riverboat. Come on. Uh, nah, that's a that's a quaint little attraction it's fun it's very disney-esque it's 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 a fun little ride but it is what it is is it even a ride yeah it's a nice it's a nice little it's a nice little cruise sure you can get some great pictures of thunder mountain and haunted mansion that you cannot get anywhere else except on that boat so it's pretty legit i'll check the internet that's splash mountain (laughs) all right versus (laughs) they're out there Versus the Cali River Rapids. Uh, also comes off as a no-brainer, but you never know. Yeah. Um, uh, Splash Mountain. I mean, it's, <laughs> Jay? It's, not, it's not fair to call it River Rapids, but Splash Mountain. <laughs> well, maybe Jason has shot the world here. We said a couple shockers in a row. Well, I, I don't think you will. I love <laughs> the Cali River Rapids, but I'm going to go with Splash Mountain on this one. Uh, and, and as well as I, Willie. 
Uh, absolutely. I, you know, I'm going to tell you this. If we got the full Colorado Rapids, that was the projection of the, the initial right. renderings of what it was going to be. Let me tell you, that might have been much tougher to decide. But instead, right. we got a quarter of what it was going to be. Yes. So. Um, all right. Next one. Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin That's versus Toy Story Mania. Equally sucks. But anyways, Bob. <laughs> you are so bitter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. I, you know what it is? I want Toy Story Mania to be great every time I, I write it. I, I want it to be great every time. But I also want Buzz Lightyear to work every time. That's true. I'm going with I'm going with the ride that works all the time. I'm going Toy Story Mania, but I feel like there's so much potential for that to be changed more often. Right. And it just yeah. it it's fun. It's fun. But okay. I, yeah. I think I'm going to go the same way. I think Toy Story Mania has the potential to be changed more often. And as much as I love Space Ranger Spin, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely going Toy Story Mania. There's just more to it. Yeah, no, and, and same with me. I mean, the theme of Toy Story Mania is absolutely amazing. I will give right. it that. Um, I think with Toy Story Mania, a lot of people saying you're crazy. The only thing I have to say, if you're saying that, you've, I, I guarantee you've been on the ride three, maybe five times most. The more you go on that ride, I feel like it does lose its... It's mm-hmm. magic or whatever you want to call it. it. It's just the more and more and more you do on it, it's just, eh, I don't know. There's, like you said, there's something there. But, well, uh, I will say the Buzz Lightyear animatronic, when he's functional, is pretty cool in the yeah. uh, Space oh, Ranger Spin queue. That, that ride yeah. might have more issues than any other ride in all the parks combined. Uh, yeah, it's going to be pretty close. Got to be but, close. That's one. Let's look at a comparison here. Alien Swirling Saucers over in Toy Story Land, if you haven't been or, on it yet. Or, versus or S. Okay, sure. I don't think I've ever heard of anybody call it that, but I, oh, I you guess if clearly, you, I you guess clearly if... don't spend a lot of time on the acronym message boards like I do. Uh, versus the 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 MTP known as the Mad Tea Party. <laughs> the MTP. That's not bad. Gonna, can we stop calling it that? The MTP. Uh, you know where you're headed? Uh, no, I'm going to the MTP tonight, Ma. Don't wait up. <laughs> Bob? Uh, alien swirling. It's a little more of a whip ride. It's it's less direct spinning and a little bit more gradual spinning. So I'm going I'm going alien swirling sauces. Yeah. Okay. Um uh, I when we were in Toy Story Land, we kind of skipped over the swirling saucers. Oh, that's this opportunity. I uh, know. I wanted to go on it. We just ended up not going, but uh I think I'm going to go Mad Tea Party because one thing that me and Sienna like to do Stop. is try to spin each other fast as humanly possible. And it's just, like I said, I haven't been on it to be able to say that it's better. So I'm, I'm going Mad Tea Party on this oh, one. Listen, I'm not saying it's better. I'm just saying it spins less. No. The Mad Tea Party needs <laughs> Don't ever complete. get on the, the, the Mad Tea Party. I'm sorry, the MTP with me and Sienna, because we're going to go Appreciate it. Hey, I will yeah. say, the MTP with the Dormouse is pretty solid. I like Dormouse popping out of the teeth. Yes, absolutely. It, it needs a refurb. It does. It, it, I feel like it's dirty. It makes me feel dirty when I get off. But, uh, <laughs> it's like it, an old, uh, smoky bowling alley. I agree with yeah, you. I, I feel agree. Dirty. It's like grimy. I, yeah, but I mean, there's a lot of grease involved in the moving parts. I mean, and it's loud. It's, it's oh, like, it is loud. It's, it's very it, loud. I agree. Well, it is a mad party. 
But Alien like Swirling I... Saucers isn't quiet. <laughs> True. No, but you know what? Alien Swirling Saucers wins my vote strictly because the music is phenomenal. Oh, it is solid. I do it like is. it. Uh, all right. Enough about that in the MTP. Next. <laughs> Small World versus the Navi River Journey. <laughs> boat, boat rides. <laughs> it's uh, a good one. My demise. <laughs> This is actually very good. I, I think this is good because you're looking at a classic ride that's been around forever. Yep. Versus a, a almost a brand one of the newest type rides on on the property, and technology in Which that. Which Andrew tells you to skip every time you go. <laughs> no, I said if you had the option between flight <laughs> of passage versus this, you go FOP. And not FOTP. Depends That's right. on the day. Depends uh, on the depends day. Depends on the day. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <So> above... <laughs> you down with OTP? <laughs> 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 Small world. I mean, I love Navi River Journey. I love the shaman, the, the shaman of songs. I do. I love the design of it. But Small World is just a classic. I love a Small World. I don't think we talk about it enough on this podcast. But maybe we talk about it too much. Maybe this is too much talking about it. But I really yes. do enjoy Small World, so I'm going Small World. I'm okay. going the same way. I'm going Small World. If nothing else, because the song is, oh, dare I say, a little more iconic than Mystery Box. Wow. How do you <laughs> feel about that? I can't deny the truth. You know, I will say nothing like bringing some more IPs to more rides. I'm all for that. Therefore, I'm going Small World. Uh, I will say, if I never went on Small World again, I'd be satisfied. I would say if you never went on either one, either one of these rides again, you'd be satisfied. Yeah. They are water rides. And again, both. I will say, Navi was supposed to be double the length out of this right now. So, again, same situation. It's short. It is short. It's very short. So. Small World is not short. No, and inevitably, you get stuck in that Gutentag room where the, the signs say goodbye to you. But then they run that, out of people that yeah, register that, with the magic bands. That is so then they just blank and it sucks and it's weird. <laughs> but other than that, it's not bad. Yeah, they can do something there. But they won't. Anyways, speaking of boat rides, let's keep the flow going here. We're talking, well, kind of. But the seas with Nemo and friends. So that's over, of course, in yeah, the seas pavilion yeah, there. Just, just the ride there. Just yeah. the ride right. portion. Um, versus living with the land. Well, I mean, I, no brainer for me. I, obviously, we know how I feel about this one. Yes. Living with the land and go to hell. So, <laughs> well, no it's matter been there. what, that it's been there. Thank against, you. It was quite nice. No matter what that went against, was my vote. Okay, Jay, I'm going with the seas with Nemo. It's a good ride. You both disappoint me. You both disappoint me. I'm going living with the land. All right, let me ask you this though: living oh, okay. with the land. Please stop shouting at me. <laughs> Living with the land, old style with a tour guide or new style with the audio. Either one, both. I love. I I think, I think that you, you disrespect Living with the Land entirely too much. And this isn't a knock. I actually really enjoy the season with Nemo and friends more than I enjoyed uh, whatever the hell they called it at, at Living Seas. I actually prefer this version of this portion of the ride. But living with yeah. the land for me, I, I, I really just, I, I prefer it to the seas. Oh, okay. Let's get out of the uh, the four parts here for a minute, and let's go to that fifth magic part, and sixth magic part, 
Blizzard Beach versus Typhoon Lagoon. Probably this guy thinks we're in Universal Studios. Hey, somebody's got to. <laughs> well, Jay, I know these. You got you 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 and your family love these ones. So, uh, we do. what are you thinking? Absolutely, hands down, Typhoon Lagoon. Wow. Yeah, for the simple fact that I tripped a tooth at Blizzard Beach and it can go to <laughs> hell, I'm going to Typhoon Lagoon. Uh, I'm going to go the opposite here. I'm going to go uh, Blizzard Beach just for the summer plunge. No, and again, I, I, I actually think both of them are, are two of the great water parks down there. Um, they're fun. Uh, I know I did say on a water park episode that Aquatica and and Volcano Bay do it better with theming, but I will tell you for, for two parks that have been around for a quarter century apiece now with minimal investment, uh, the, yeah. they're, they're very well done. They're both very well done. Absolutely. Let's stay um, right there, and let's let's go with uh, some mini golf, which you can't make tea times. Uh, winter <laughs> Summerland versus Fantasia golf. Winter oh. Summerland. Ah, I'm going Fantasia. Oh. I love the I love the challenging the Fantasia fairways course. Well, see and... that. Oh, that's my question. Is yep. that included in Fantasia Golf? Yeah, Fantasia Golf is the two courses, just like Winter Summerland is the two courses. Right. Okay. So, yeah. Okay, I'm going so for me, for me, I'm going Fantasia. I, I gotta go Fantasia too then. And I love them both. Actually, I, I and, and in fact, I think the Winter Summerland is a super creative design, but for yep. me, it's Fantasia. I love the diversity that Fantasia has. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely agreed. All right. Uh, the <laughs> Boardwalk versus Disney Springs. Hmm. Jay. Ha, well, both are great. And if we were talking downtown Disney, I, I would oh. hands down pick that one. But I think I'm going to go boardwalk on this. Wow. Um, well, I, I'm, I, me too. I, I like, I like the idea of getting something from the boardwalk bakery, uh, pastry, something, oh, and just kind good. of strolling and relaxing. It's yes. always less crowded. And if I don't feel the need to just go shop at an outlet mall, boardwalk <laughs> offers me a much more relaxed atmosphere. Absolutely. Uh, I, I'm not renting that bicycle built for four ever again. <laughs> but I'm glad you brought that up because <laughs> the scurry uh, bikes. I love the boardwalk, right? You get the jelly rolls <laughs> and a bar. Uh, the oh, Atlantic, the Atlantic Dance Hall. Yes. Dance Hall. Um, you can even do carnival games. Yeah. But I can't stand those damn bikes. So for that <laughs> reason alone, I'm going <laughs> Disney Springs. That's right. I'll tell you what. I lean boardwalk before me because it is walking distance to Epcot and the right. studios as well. So I think it's just I like boardwalk for what it is and where it is. And I, I think it, it brings back a certain charm from yes. a different Disney era that isn't that way anymore that we may talk in about, I don't know, 10 options from now. Maybe. All right. Well, the one Jay has been waiting for, he's oh been losing God. sleep. Over I'm going to take 10 minutes and I'm going to put my phone down. I'm going to walk away and let Jay handle this one. <laughs> well, Jay, the moment of truth is now upon us. Marvel versus star Wars. Oh what my do do? gosh. I think, like Bub said earlier, I think I may end up having an aneurysm here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, how can I pick? Well, you're going to have to. That's the rules here. Uh, really, we have rules now? Oh, yes. <laughs> that is the rule. 
Did you oh. steal fizzy lifting drink, Jay? Did you touch the ceilings that now have to be washed and sterilized? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's definitely Therefore, you get nothing? <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's been a Willy Wonka reference. In case you guys didn't know, we, we specifically, Andrew and myself were discussing, we put this in there at work the other day, and we said, can't wait for Jay to take 10 minutes and decide what he's going to say. <laughs> little did we forget, little did we forget, we'd have to fill the space with idle chatter until he decided what he wanted to pick. And who could have <laughs> predicted that Willy Wonka would have been that idle chat? You know, well, that's true. Willy Wonka is underrated, criminally, criminally underrated. I mean, honestly, I've grown up with both and loved both all of my life. If I absolutely had to pick and only one or the other. Right, hold on, Jay. Before you make a decision, let me ask you this. What if it was Marvel versus Star Wars for the parks? Not necessarily everything else. Not the movies, not the comics, just in the interest of the parks. Which would you rather see? A Disney style, a Disney Marvel land or a Disney Star Wars land? And keep in mind, I know that we did get Batu and, you know, Galaxy's Edge already. Right. But, but let's pretend they had the contract, they had the deal to get Marvel land that Andrew is insisting is going on the right side of Epcot when you walk in. Let's well, just go. Marvel in the parks versus Star Wars in the parks. Which one would you want? If we're going in the parks, I think I'm going to have to go Star Wars because the the execution will be so much easier. With with Marvel in the parks, you would almost have to create an entire city, uh, an entire replica of New oh. York City, because there's so many places between. Huh? You know, <laughs> you know what we could have done. We could have taken Batu out of the studios and put the New York cityscape back up. This you is true. What? We've spent far too long on this. <laughs> we have an answer? Yes. I, I, if I had to choose in terms of the parks, I would go with Star Wars. All right. Now, overall, which one? If they could pull it off, I would love to see a Marvel park with, with all of the cityscape of New York. Between the Four Freedoms Plaza, Avengers Tower, seeing Spider-Man swinging from building to building, it would be amazing. Yeah, I don't know what the hell you just said, but I'm going Marvel <laughs> anyway. I don't really care about. It. I'm going Marvel. That's go ahead, Andrew. What do you? If you, you don't know. If you don't know what he said, I think I felt. Hundred <laughs> uh, uh, percent Star Wars, obviously, without a doubt. Um, yeah, yeah, I could probably name three Marvel characters right now. And so. you can name four Star Wars characters. So, hey, that makes sense to us. Let's there keep go. going. Let's get out of Well, this one's a little yeah. bit more black Jay, and white. Jay, we're sorry to do that to you. <laughs> um, hey, it happens. So we're going to talk about a little bit. I'm assuming these are the parties Bobby related to, so not so scary Halloween party um, versus the very yeah, merry. So Christmas. I honestly want. I honestly Even. almost this would be Halloween time and Christmas time. Yeah, Maybe which not. one would you rather do? Yep, in the parts. So what do you think, Bob? Christmas. It's not even that close. And I love the Halloween stuff, but yep. there was nothing like being there at Christmas time this past this past winter. I loved it. So it's Christmas time for me. Okay. I think I'd have to go the same with Christmas. Even though I love Halloween, I'm more of a scary Halloween, which would, you know, shows with the fact that I went to Hallow Scream this past weekend with some of my friends. I much prefer the, prefer the scary side of Halloween than the not so scary. Now, Jay, what if they have like a Goosebumps stage show and Haunted oh. House walkthrough? Would you oh. be interested in that? I would absolutely be interested <laughs> in that. 
please uh, check episode 25 when we talked about Goosebumps <laughs> State Show. Thank yes, you. It is a real thing. Uh, 100% <laughs> Halloween for me. Um, not surprising not, there. No surprise. No. That's one. The going over to Animal Kingdom here. Good, we haven't been there in a while. Uh, <laughs> jungle Trek versus the Maharaja Jungle Trek. All gorilla right. Love that. Versus Gorilla Falls. Yeah, not so much, but okay. I'm going Maharaja Jungle Trek. Like the like the uh, like the tigers. I I'm going Gorilla Falls here. You like the gorillas? I, I like the gorillas. <laughs> Jay, what do you got? I'm going the same way. I'm going Gorilla Falls Expedition Trail. Because you are a gorilla. Exactly. I got to go right. see my family. Excellent. Uh, all right. Let's move on. Okay. Let's move on to some uh, resorts. That's <laughs> <laughs> just, that just, that just, yeah. So we're going to go uh, value resorts versus moderate resorts versus deluxe. Uh, Jay, why don't you go first here? <laughs> I don't even know what this one means. I don't even. You wrote it. <laughs> Um, not counting the fact that they just replaced the beds in the value, I'm going moderate, if nothing else, because of the fact that my feet would hang off the bed, the bottom of the beds in the value. So, time out. If how would that impact your decision here? Because if they didn't replace them, I feel like that's even less likely you pick them. Right. Well, well you're saying they did replace so them. So you were never picking the picking. value resorts. No, no, I wasn't. I really okay. wasn't. I'd really enjoy <laughs> the wanted to throw that in there. Just, the, 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 the values are just to, so he forgot to talk about it at the news break that they replaced the beds at the value resorts. <laughs> so that was his subtle way of sneaking it into you guys. Hey, you're now no. over six foot men and women. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh, boy. I'm going deluxe. I don't even know what this question means, but I, I love the deluxe theming. I, I yeah, think, uh, uh, again... Uh, I'm just for, a moderate because I don't really know what this question means, and uh, I probably uh, can't afford deluxe. No, so, no, I okay. listen, I couldn't afford it either, but I would go deluxe. Well, here's another odd one. Let's talk about this one. Parts no, this at is night. not odd. This makes, this makes a ton of sense. Oh, yeah, it's a preference. You, uh, parts at night versus parts at Isn't that night. the whole point of this versus segment? <laughs> that means personal preference. I'm gonna go first here, and I'm gonna go at night because I love. Uh, I have a lot of memories of those late, late nights and closing down the parks, and uh, it's a yeah. lot of fun. A lot yeah. of fun. I think there's something different about the parks at night. That is, I mean, again, the the, the parks are beautiful anytime you go, sure. but for me, it's parks at night with everything's lit up, and it's there's just something different about the parks at night that I really, really enjoy. I'll have to agree with you on that. I love the parks yeah. at night. Uh, let's shift back to some big nighttime spectaculars here. So, uh, Illuminations versus Phantasmic. Oh. Illuminations, please. I mean, not even that. It's, 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 it's light years ahead of Phantasmic. And I know I, uh, I am in the minority with that dis- discussion. I, you know, I love I- it's I not love, that I you're wrong. I, 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 and I'm going to go Phantasmic. It, it, I think it offers two different types of shows, right? Entirely really different does. shows. Yep, it really is. Uh, so I like Phantasmic from the story point of view. Not that Illumination doesn't tell a story, but I'm saying it's Phantasmic for me. Yeah, you know, I think both shows are great. I don't think there's a wrong answer. Jay, no, go no. ahead. I'm going with Phantasmic. Uh, you guys are squares. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> All right, uh, wishes 
versus Happily Ever After. Ooh, so Wishes versus the show that replaced it. All right. Jay, what do you got? I'm going with Wishes. Andrew? I absolutely love the show. I love the music. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's a tough one. It's you iconic. Know, I, obviously, yep. Happily Ever After is fresh in my mind. Um, you know, the technology on that show is fascinating to me. I try to go happily ever after. Oh, so I get to break Only the tie? Only because of the Yes, I get to break the tie. I know where you're going. Oh, this please. Is an easy one. The single greatest fireworks show of all time. And you're asking where? Yes, it's clearly Wishes. Yep. It's never been happily ever after. It's always been Wishes. Always has been Wishes. And in fact, I will tell you that Fantasy in the Sky was better than happily ever after is. But again, I'm a fireworks guy. I don't really... I mean, I love the projection mapping technology, but I really just love a big fireworks display. And there was none bigger than Wishes. Yeah. Um, all right, next one. Food and Wine Festival versus the Flower and Garden versus the Festival of the Arts. And without saying any more, I think everyone knows that my decision here would, of course, be... Food Flower and, wine. and Garden! <laughs> food and Wine, 100%. I'm going food and wine myself. I uh, just not, love the food. Yeah, I mean, listen, I'm not even an eater, and it's clearly it's great. I mean, I've been to the Flowering Garden. I've never been to Festival of the Arts, but I've been to Flowering Garden and Food yep. and Wine, and uh, uh, Flowering Garden's great. It's it a is. lot of fun. But uh, food and wine, just the, the things you can do with there, it's great. All right, next one here. Fast Pass. This is the original Fast Pass with the paper tickets versus Fast Pass Plus, which we have today using uh, the My Disney Experience app. Well, I think we can go back a few episodes and realize where we all stand on this one. But uh, mm. yep, I mean, yeah, Fast Pass paper. Yeah, paper Fast Pass for me. Paper Fast Pass here. Yeah. Easy. Please. I'm not getting into next, that again. Next. Uh, and I'm not sure what this next one. <laughs> so all right. So this one was a little more esoteric. This one was a little more esoteric. When Epcot opened, Figment was like the icon of Future World. He right. was like the mascot of Future World. And now in Tomorrowland, when Stitch's Great Escape was open, he was like the, 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 the I don't want to say the mayor of Tomorrowland, but he was like the <laughs> only character in Tomorrowland. So for me, it was, uh, which did you prefer? Did you prefer Figment with Future World or Stitch's Fit with Tomorrowland? Because you could argue that neither of them belonged in either of those areas. Because Figment has nothing Agreed. to do with the future, and Stitch has nothing to do with Tomorrowland. No. So, so I'm, which... I'm going to go here with biggest impact, and, and obviously Figment is um, a huge, huge impact. So, again, I'm not, I, I don't hate Figment, but I'm not one that loves Figment, but I would go Figment here. Uh, yeah, I would too. Figment and Figment Finder in the Imagination Pavilion were great. I mean, please. I, and again, I, I love Stitch. If they had put that attraction literally anywhere else in the park and not take an alien encounter from me, I wouldn't hate it as much as I do. <laughs> All right. Next one's an interesting one out there. So Eisner, as CEO of uh, Walt Disney Company, versus Iger, CEO of the Walt Disney Company. Who did you prefer as uh, you know their error reign, uh, you know, essentially there? I, you know me. I mean, I'm all about an IP guy. Iger for the win. Uh, They're both in their respective times. I think I'm going to go with 
Eisner myself because it's it's that's the one that I saw more than anything. I don't I've not seen Iger as much as I did Eisner. I'm going with Eisner. It's not a simple yes or no question here. Right. And it's not a simple one is better than the other because I don't think no. you have Iger without Eisner. Right. I'm one, going Eisner. One. I'm going Eisner. Because if you look at what Eisner did from 83 or 84 right. to, to the opening of Animal Kingdom, uh, he, sure, it, it ended poorly, but guess what? Everything ends poorly if it ends in a divorce, guys. This is true. That's it. it it's never going to end. Well, Mike, thanks for everything. No, thank you, Roy. Okay, well, we'll see you next time. It was never going to end that way. It's not who Michael Eisner is. It's not who Roy Disney is. So for me, I think Michael Eisner gets a bum rap. I think people give him a lot of crap that he doesn't necessarily deserve because you wouldn't have you wouldn't have this company if him and Frank Wells didn't show up. Right when Roy called them to run because they would have sold the parts off, and who knows what would have happened at that point. But that was true. a very real possibility in the mid '80s. I'm going Michael Eisner because he saved the company for for what it is today. And I and I will tell you, I love Bob Iger. I I love everything he's done, except for Galaxy's Edge. But other than that, <laughs> I but I, I will tell you that Michael Eisner for me is the one. No, that's and that's a tough one. They, like you said, they both have uh, lasting impacts. Uh, they do. Last last mm-hmm. one here: uh, Main Street Electrical Parade versus. Spectro Magic. Oh, a very Jay. late addition to this list. Very late addition to this list. Jay? Oh, man. I think I'm going to go Main Street Electrical on this one. It's the one that started it. It is the one that started it. I agree. Same for me. I'm going Spectro Magic. I'm going to tell you why. I think the music is better and it pluses everything I loved about Main Street Electrical Parade. And for me, and that's no knock. I love them both. I've had the Main Street Electrical Parade, you know, uh, synthesizer beginning as my ringtone <laughs> before. So believe me, I love the Ministry Electrical Parade, but for me, Spectral Magic, again, it kind of gets lost because it doesn't have the the lasting legacy that Main Street Electrical has because it came after. But Spectral Magic was a sight to behold. It was excellent. But both of them are great parades. In okay. fact, you can check out the Ministry Electrical Parade in Disneyland for a short uh, time right now. Yeah, who knows? All right, that's going to wrap up the verses. Uh, we're going to move over to some a couple questions here that we have that are kind of, uh, you know, grab bag. Uh, yeah, they're fun. similar to verses, but maybe a little more in depth. A couple of them. Yeah. Um, certainly, let's go with number one on the list. Current ride you would re-ride for the first time. So it has to be a ride in the park, and you've never been on it before. What's the one ride you're going to start with? You're going on for the first, Andrew. What do you got? You know. I, I thought about this one a lot, and for some reason, I kept coming back to the same, same ride. Um, and that same ride is, is Pirates of the Caribbean. Get um, the flip out yeah. of here. So let me tell you why. You know, you think back to these rides when you were, you know, even a kid or whatever yep. it might be. And first of all, it's for what it was, it was so unique. Right? And like we talked about earlier, once. You started introducing, I hate to say the IP, but the Jack Sparrow movies and stuff like that. But I just remember 
they're kind of broken into rooms. You have to go around the corners. And I think it's the perfect pacing of a ride where you're almost trying to like peek ahead to see like mm-hmm. what's next. What's yeah. next? Uh, and the animatronics are, are, are solid animatronics. They really yeah. are. And, and then you enter that scene with the, the, the ship on your left and the, the base on your right. And it's like, you know, scale wise, pretty massive, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. You have the smells going on once you mm-hmm. enter the fire. Um, you have the music is incredible. You have the thrill of the drop, which is, on your, your first time, you have no idea that's even there. You don't right. see it coming. So no, it's a legitimate little dip. There's mm-hmm. so it's no many, joke. I mean, it's not, I you know, think, it's not Splash Mountain, but. Right. Uh, the, the line queue itself, I think, is, is mysterious of the dungeon you're entering mm-hmm. in the cavern. I mm-hmm. think the ride has a little bit of every element um, that I would love to just relive for like the first time I and mean, not know what is around okay. that next corner. That makes so that's sense. Where I'm going with that. Yeah. Jay? Uh, I would go with Mission Space. Being wow. that I grew up wanting to be an astro- astronaut, I've always loved space and, and stars. And even though I was never actually able to become an astronaut, mm-hmm. getting able to kind of relive that dream is is an amazing experience for me. Nice. That's okay. Cool. Yeah. I mean, if we're going current rides for me, Tower of Terror. Yeah. That's I would love to not know what I was expecting walking into that ride. Now I love it for what it is, and I and I and I think it's just great. I love the ride, but man, to just not know that the elevator is going to move horizontally as well as vertically and the dark ride aspects of it. And just walking through that lobby. I mean, I would love to do that for the first time again. There's, I there's just... nothing like waiting in any line. And right. you're like, you can see the front or you can see the ride vehicle for this instance. You're in a boat. Mm-hmm. You see the elevator. You're standing on your number. Yep. It is the coolest feeling in the world. Yep. And, and it's sad that like, I wish, I wish I want more rides of this. I want more stuff that I've never been on. And it also sucks that especially the three of us and I'm guilty. And I know it's hard. It's hard not to be guilty is I could tell you every detail about Smuggler's Run right now. I've seen YouTube videos. I've seen pictures. It's on the internet. There's no hiding it. So even though I've been able to experience it at some point in my life for the first time, it's not like those other rides. I'm never going to have those experiences, you know? Right. All right. um, So counterpoint, what ride would you get rid of? Well, I mean, you know where I'm thinking here, right? But I'm going to shot the world. I'm not going living with the land. Hell, I thought about Mickey Speedway. That's a lot of land, but I'm not going to Speedway. I'm going to a ride that people forget about. That it should it it it, it out it welcomed its stay. Uh, and I'm talking Animal Kingdom, and I'm talking tough to be a bug. It needs to go. It it it's gone. Get out of here. You can literally get rid of any attraction you want. That's the one that's just innocuously placed in an icon of a park. Like it's not like a thing of like what are you going to put there instead? Well, that's my point. I don't care. It's something because I think that park needs another attraction or two, and I don't think that's doing it. I think that needs to go. Okay. So why why take a ride from Magic Kingdom where you wouldn't even notice if it's gone? You know, because okay. there's so many other attractions around. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, that's, that's so you take out a ride that really is just innocuous and just sits in the middle of the park and no one knows it's there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Jay, what about you? <laughs> If I had to get rid of one, 
Oh. You know, honestly, I know they got rid of it, but I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Stitch's Great Escape. I wish they had just kept Alien Encounter. The the <sighs> Alien Why Encounter not? was such a great ride. And even though I do, do love Stitch, that ride just didn't measure up at all. So, so Andrew doesn't want to take anything from the land, and that's fine. I'm going to go to the land's neighbor, and I am taking out Journey into Imagination. Good huh. for you. Good for you. And it pains me to do that because I'm such a Figment fan. But what it's become is yeah. not what it once was, and it's a travesty that it's still there. So I'm getting rid of it myself. I would replace it with uh, an, an IP and an inside out attraction. Yeah. Uh, maybe give fits. a little maybe give a little nod to Figment in the post show or have you know Figment be your guide through the there emotions type thing. But cool. I would certainly bye bye whatever the hell they call it now with, with the guy from Monty Python. I'm all set. <laughs> Eric uh, Eric Idol. There you go. Yep. All right, so here's one that I've wrestled with all week because I've gone back and forth. I've, I've talked myself into every park at least once. <laughs> you have one day. You can go to one park. Jay, what park are you going to? Hollywood Studios. And I'm not saying that because of Star Wars. I've Wait, like always Currently Hollywood Studios? Hollywood. Like, come, come on. Hollywood has like four attractions right now? Okay. <laughs> You don't get the idea of in that, that park. It's not necessarily about the attractions. So I you like the theming, the theming of, it. of it? Yeah. Okay. No, that's fair. I would never. It's a great. We actually talked ourselves into a an episode about the studios one at one point about the theming of the park. So right. I don't disagree with you. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, Andrew, the theme it doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> uh, well, you're you're just angry. Go ahead. Well, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm actually going to go. I, I took this as I'm going to a park by myself. So that's the difference. And I mean, I'm going can, to however uh, you want to do it is fine. Go to Epcot because I okay. don't think I've spent enough time in the, the country pavilions that I would like to. And um that's where I'm okay. going. Okay. Sure. All right, that's fair. I'm going to Animal Kingdom. That doesn't that surprise was, me. That was my that was so, a close option. I mean listen, I, I it's I love the park, I love everything it is. It, it's I just love the park, and I think if you've listened to any of the episodes where we've talked about the parks, I have raved about Animal Kingdom at length, and I, I love that. So, uh, I love it, too. Um, let's see. Best Epcot Pavilion and World Showcase. This one also, I'm not even sure I'm going to say to you when it's my turn. So, Andrew, what do you got? Well, Bob, why don't you go first? I'll let you, I'll let you take nope, that. Nope. I, nope. Uh, you can go first. That's fine. So I thought about this one a lot too because there's a lot of good ones. Um, about, you know, about eleven. But there's <laughs> well, you know, give or take, it might not be all good. Yep. But there, there's um, there's one in particular that when you walk through it and you get into the back of that pavilion, you you forget where you are. You forget that you're in Disney, and I am talking uh, Morocco. And if if you get back there. Um, I am proud of you. The the way they designed the buildings, the the overhang stuff going through, it's like you're in a real marketplace, and you can get lost. I mean, it's not big; it by no means is big, but you feel mm-hmm. like you're lost in a, a marketplace. And it, you think exactly almost like Aladdin in some of those opening scenes. I know it's a little right. different, but um, absolutely amazing, mm-hmm. absolutely well yeah. done there. Jay, 
All right, so I kind of go back and forth between two countries as as being my favorite. Um, But suffice it to say, I'm going to go with the America Pavilion just because I'm a huge American history buff. And if I could choose two, I would choose Japan. All you have to say is because America, that's all. America. America. (laughs) But yeah, I do love the Japan Pavilion but, as well. It's yeah. nothing else for the the Japan's the, very nice. Yep. Yes, this the store, the Mitsukoshi. I love going through that store. Mm-hmm. So, Andrew, you stole my thunder a little bit because I could wax poetic about Morocco, and and again, I think that's another instance of we've talked about Morocco mm-hmm. before on this podcast about how beautiful it is. Right. But I'm going to shock the world, and I'm going home, boy. I'm going to the homeland, and I don't mean America. I'm going to Germany. I love it. Uh, I love. Yeah. I love the area. I right. love the the design aesthetic of it. Uh, my my one drawback for it is is that there is a, a large building in the back of the plaza that would have housed an attraction, which which probably would have been out of this world. It would have been similar in vein to Norway and Mexico. It would have been a boat ride. Um, but for me, I just, I love the feel of Germany. I like the dirt teddy bear in the, uh, where the, the, the teddy bear store where they sell the stife bears. Um, they sell gummy not bears, cheap, which not is cheap. not cheap. No, but right. I, I do like where they have the gummy bear store. I like that. Uh, the hand blown ornaments across the plaza. I just, I love the German feel of it. Um, and, and it's, you know, I'm 50% German. Uh, so they tell me, so I would say for me. Uh, I would say Morocco and France are a close two and three. France is a really beautiful pavilion as well. Right. But for me, it's Germany. I love everything about it. So, so Andrew, uh, I, I'm going to do favorite mode of transportation. Bus. Simple. Okay. Jay? Like it. Traditional. I like the boats myself. Oh, great. We're going differently. I'm going minivan. <laughs> well hey, that should all change in a, in a, in about, 13 days when uh, Skyliner opens. Skyliner. Yeah, but well, I it won't be change because I, I have on in 13 days. Of course, so. that's what I was going to say. So, <laughs> uh, that was quick. Uh, favorite resort pool, guys. Number six. Favorite resort pool. I'm going to start with this one just because I want to, and it's, you know, my segment, so I can do what I want. I'm going with. I was torn here because the, the Storm Along Bay, I believe it's called, at Yon Beach Club is awesome. Almost a perfect resort pool. But I've never stayed there. I've never actually been in the pool. So it's hard for me to lean that way and say it's the best pool on property. Uh, what I will tell you is that Port Orleans Riverside. Yes, that's right. I'm going to Port Orleans wow. Riverside. With the mill design and everything about that swimming hole style. The area. Um, it, I love the Port Orleans Riverside pool. Old Man Island, it's called. And again, I, I'm kind of cheating because I'm using the whole Old Man Island where the playground and the hammocks. And, and it's just, it's so richly themed and developed and it's, it's thickly settled. It, it doesn't feel like I, I'm at a hotel. It could almost be a swimming hole that Huck Finn and Tom Sawyer snuck into in, in Mark Twain's novels. So that's where I'm going. Oh, a good one. Yep. So, uh, Jay, what do you got? Uh, I'm going to go with French Quarter just down the road from you. 
the the giant leviathan with triton riding on him you don't get that anywhere else in the oh, in, no. anywhere i mean come on <laughs> hands down it's my favorite and and by the same token i i love a good pool but i love a nice shady area in a pool mm-hmm. i was just thinking that they have that nice <laughs> shade area yeah um, it is a great pool it's so large that it, yeah. it kind of has like the big u shape or is it right where you can kind of hide or, you know it's yep. But uh, it's funny you say that because that's what I have written down here: Portland <laughs> Prince Quarters. Yeah, um, I mean childhood memory of seeing that serpent tongue that yep. you drive by in the boats when you're going to downtown Disney back in the day. It was like I want to go there. I want to go on uh-huh. that slide. Um, absolutely. Yeah, you can't go wrong. You can't go wrong. Um, honorable mention: I will say Coronado Springs is a pretty killer pool too. It is. Coronado Springs is a real killer pool, but yeah, for me, it's it's Port Orleans Riverside. So, uh, big one for me, guys. Big, big one here. Which retired attraction would you bring back? Andrew, what do you got? I'm going to shot the world here. Um, you know, I wouldn't ride. I'll be shocked. I wouldn't <laughs> really bring anything back, to be honest. I think um, I'd like the way certain rides need to be retired at times. They've got to know their technology limits. So with that being said, that I wouldn't bring anything back, I said, well, no, well, didn't answer the question. No, I have an answer. If I could take the, the time machine back to go on a ride, what would it be? Don't get me wrong. We all know Alien Encounter is amazing. But it's great, great. do we Love want it, it back <laughs> is the question. I, I do, actually. <laughs> well, yes. I'm going on the opposite spectrum here. I would love to just one more time give Body Wars a go. Oh, I have no problem with that. Yeah. Uh, I want to see if it holds up to what I remember. And as weird as it was. I don't know if it would hold up, but... I don't think I it mean, would either. It was so rooted in, like, you know, uh, inner space and stuff like that. Yeah, and yeah. And, and Fantastic really... Voyage. I mean, it was just so yeah. late 70s, early 80s in terms of its... It was. <laughs> really quick, those that don't remember it, it was, simple answer was, think of Star Tours, um, except you're in this little spaceship thing that gets shrunken down. And you have to go into a human body to remove a splinter. Yeah. I mean, that's the yep. simple It sounds it wild. Maybe one day we'll do a Lost Attractions episode about Wonders of Life. Because right. I, I feel like that's one of those pavilions that is is could be needed. Like, it would it would be pretty cool to have a Wonders of Life pavilion nowadays. So, Jay, Jay, what about you? Uh, I think we probably know where I'm going with this. I'm going with Alien Encounter. It was such a good ride, and I just hate that they took they took it away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm pissed I took it away too. But this is the one I'm bringing back. Um, I I really wrestled hard. I'm in the studios and I'm walking down Hollywood Boulevard and I'm staring at the Chinese theater all boarded up, and I'm seeing this Mickey and Minnie Runaway Railway that is coming that replaced. Probably like my all-time favorite attraction in any Disney park. I love the Great Movie Ride, but I'm bringing back the Backlot Tour and Catastrophe Canyon. Oh, yeah, I really am, and I want the whole damn thing. I want the walking portion <laughs> where you walk through the warehouses, and I want the animators back. I want that whole tour that was two hours. I loved it. It was a it was a big ask, and I think it would be a big ask nowadays too, to expect people to invest two hours in one attraction. But wow. I think if you did uh, a 25-minute attraction where you got a little of that with the drive-through catastrophe canyon, I, I and then I, I loved that tour. It was so fun. 
And Andrew and myself, a, a personal story to tell. Bob, Bob, you don't want to uh, jump to maybe one of my favorite memories. Well, I won't. So we're going to go to, <laughs> you have one night, guys. Which hotel are you staying at? No limits on price. You can stay at any of the hotels you want. One night only. The only caveat here is you cannot pick the Dream Suite in Cinderella's Castle. Stop it. <laughs> well, Sorry. Bob. I had that on there as an option, but I knew you'd be saying that. I had a feeling. Oh, so I had a backup. Really I hotel. had a backup. So I am going to no other than the Polynesian Bora Bora Bundalos. Wow. He got specific, too. God bless him. I love it. Well done. <laughs> uh, for a cheap $2,800 a night, these are those little huts that sit over the water, kind of yeah. like they do in Bora Bora. Um, you get your own personal hot tub. I mean, it just yeah, it's it's legit, pretty legit place. That'd be a fun time. Jay, uh, I'm gonna go with the cabins at Fort Wilderness. I love the theming of Fort Wilderness. <laughs> this wow. is me. This is me scratching that one off my list. So that was actually where I was gonna go. I was gonna go to the Copper Creek. <laughs> I, was go I know Copper where you're Creek. going. No, I, I was know going, where you're going. I was gonna go to Copper Creek. It was actually second on my list. I am going to the deluxe Savannah View room in Animal Kingdom Lodge. That was that nice. was not, that was not, that was next for me. Um, I I love I, clearly I can't stress enough how much I love Animal Kingdom. So <laughs> I'm actually going to stay at the hotel there too because I, I just I've always loved that hotel. I love the design of it. Uh, but Jay, no fake. I actually really wrestle with copper uh, with the Copper Canyon uh, whatever. Where uh, the, the hell they call them? Is, uh, fit yeah, Saratoga were fun. I mean, they were on my right. list for a while, but I feel like if this was 20 years ago when it was a Disney Institute, I'd probably be all over it. I don't love Saratoga Springs, believe it or not. The design of it, uh, it I don't love the feel of it. So to me, it really it wasn't. I, the Wilderness Lodge and Animal Kingdom Lodge, though, I, I really could get down at. No doubt about it. No fake. No fake. Yep. Um, favorite restaurant on property? Jay, go ahead. Oh, I think I'm gonna go with um, I'm gonna answer for Whispering you. Canyon. Wow, the skill, wow. the skill. Wow. Okay, this guy once again, big, big wilderness lodge guy in the world. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, I'm going uh, Sebastian's over at the Trimian Beach Resort just because I've eaten there several, well, a few times. Do you uh, want to give any shout-outs to anybody at Sebastian's? God, I don't remember his name. Oh, that's too bad. He's gonna be, if he listens still, he's going to be pissed. You don't remember well, his now name. Now he probably right? stopped listening. Now he's done. Uh, well, I think his, his name, name was Mike, wasn't it? No, it wasn't Mike. Are you sure? I'll have to do some research. I'll have to go back and listen to your Trip Report episode. That episode sucked. It was awful. But go back and listen. It was really a fun time. Sebastian's, Tribune Beach Resort. Um... <laughs> Really cool seafood with um, a really uh, Caribbean flair. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, give me Via Napoli in Italy. Not bad. Not bad. Give me Via Napoli. Great pick. Um, Great pick. I, 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 like the, I like the design of it. Again, a lot of it comes to design. I don't know if it's the best restaurant on property, but it's certainly one of my favorites. Um, I mean, you could go a lot of different places. Boatwright's Dining Hall at at, at uh, Port Orleans at Riverside is solid. 
But for me, via Napoli, they got to take out window if you don't want to be, you know, hampered down. But uh, the three ovens, I love the three ovens and the design of it. It's really a fun place to grab a pie or a calzone if that's what you're into. Into that. Um, favorite land at Magic Kingdom? Uh, Andrew. Frontier. Jay. Adventure. Liberty Square. Yeah. I like Liberty Square yeah, a lot. That, that would Very, cover all those in a half hour. Yep. yep. <laughs> we kept you on one <laughs> side of the park. Uh, favorite temporary park icon? Uh, these would be the Epcot oh, yeah. wand, the sorcerer's hat at the studios, or that memorable, memorable 25th anniversary birthday cake castle in Pepto Bismol pink. <laughs> uh, Jay, let's start with you. Uh, I'm going with the magic hat. Okay. What did, did I have to pick one of those options? Yeah. Well, I had other options. What were your other options? Well, I had two. I'm going back, if you remember, in November 2004 when Stitch's Droid Escape opened. Stitch did something. Oh, God. That's... Oh, God. Stitch TP'd Cinderella's <sighs> castle. Folks. This is true. Yeah, for like the two castle. days, wasn't it? It doesn't matter. It was temporary. <laughs> I guess. I said temporary. No, I'm going with uh, Cinderella's Castle TP. Okay, that's so weird. <laughs> but I'm going with the birthday cake castle. I loved the 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 uniqueness of it. I, I don't know that I'd want to see it now. But no. I, when I was 12 years old, it was the coolest thing in the world. The castle was a giant cake. Yeah, gumdrops and candles, and I thought it was really cool. I I don't know if they could do it now, but I I really think it was really really fun. Um, in... I do want to give an honorable mention though, Bob. That was okay. I do want to mention the Airful Tower over yeah, at the studio because that was probably uh, the original. That was one of the original icons of the back lot. It, it, was, it was the well, water yeah, tower right. that had yep. mid years on it. Yep. Uh, yeah, not yep. temporary, but I guess if you think about it, it was temporary for twenty five years, whatever the hell it was. Yeah, that's true. Right. So, all right, favorite classic park icon, these being the Tree of Life, Spaceship Earth, the Chinese Theater, or Cinderella Castle. Now, you could argue that Tower of Terror has become the icon of the studios. So if you'd want to go that way as the icon of the park, I I guess I'll allow it. But for me, the classic four are Cinderella Castle, Tree of Life, Spaceship Earth, and the Chinese Theater at the end of Hollywood Boulevard. So, Jay, go ahead. Uh, I'm going with Cinderella's Castle. Okay. Yeah, I mean, not even comparison. Cinderella's Castle. Okay. I'm going to shock the world here. I'm going to shock the world and go Spaceship Earth. I love what it means to that park. I love what it stood for when the park opened. I know a lot of you are saying, well, I didn't pick Tree of Life. I think Tree of Life is the most beautiful of these things. I I think it's really, really well done. But I I go Spaceship Earth, Cinderella Castle, Tree of Life, Chinese Theater, in that order. Yeah. Um, Maybe so tell us about I, the gutter system someday. It's a great gutter system. And you yes. know what the reason you don't get wet when you're underneath that ball is because that gutter system saves your life. <laughs> so we've got two more that I kind of skipped over yeah. because I thought they might take a little more time. Uh, I want to start with favorite personal moment at Walt Disney World that you may have had. Um, so we've all talked about our families, uh, probably more than you people listening care about, but <laughs> these moments to me mean what is an instant 
thought you can say Disney World and you go go back to a specific moment in time, whether you shared it with yourself or with me or, or with your kids or however it was. Jay, Jay, what do you got? So Sienna was always a huge fan of Jesse. She always got a Jesse costume. She's got uh, a huge love for Toy Story in general. Mm-hmm. But um, she dressed up as Jesse when we went to the Magic Kingdom one time. And during Move It, Shake It, she saw Jesse, and Jesse saw her, and Jesse pulled her out and had a personal little dance party with her. That's cool. Yeah, that's, again, but hey, let's cut the interactive Streetmosphere characters because we want to save 25 bucks. <laughs> right. <laughs> Take a moment, take that away from us, Iger. I would have picked you, Iger, in the verses, but no. no. You want to save my... See, that's a really good moment, and I think people forget that the people in character are humans too. And they, when they do things yes. like that, and, and I think next week's episode and, and a few weeks ago when we had Mikey on, we'll speak to that a little bit more than we could ever speak about it now. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. But when you talk to any cast members, that's, that's the part of the job that they love the most is the mm-hmm. interaction and, and the ability to take your daughter out into the parade and dance with her. It, it's a really great moment. And one that I would think you're going to cherish forever. I mean, I think that's one of those that you just never forget. And that's, that's why we keep coming back to these parks. And that's why we keep spending exorbitant amount of money to go on these vacations because of the memories you make. And, uh, that's a pretty cool moment, Jay. So, uh, Andrew, what what, what do you got? Yeah, no, you know, and I'm, uh, I thought about it and yes, there's, there's some, some great kids, family stories, but I kind of wanted to stay away from that, um, for whatever reason. But, um, I did want to say, Bob, you are family, technically, so maybe yeah, I'm not staying away from that. By definition. But for some reason, our crazy mothers used to let us go to Disney quite a bit, um, as young as being 16, 17 years old. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, you know, I think just in general, I think the memories of being young kids that we were and dominating the parts in all aspects. But, um, yeah, one particular moment like you started talking about earlier was the Backlot Tour, where we were selected to partake in the Pearl Harbor experience where, oh, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. I got to be the captain of the boat and I think mm-hmm. you got to dump like, I was in the engine room. Gallons. I was in the engine yes. room. Yep. And, um, yeah, you know, it, it, that, that memory, but I think the memory of just, you know, and it probably is a reason why we're here today doing this and why we love Disney so much is we were, you know, just us two young kids running mm-hmm. around those Disney parks with no cares in the world. And I think those memories definitely contribute to how i feel about disney today absolutely yeah no that's another great moment and again same thing they took away a show that had that interactivity and i'm not saying just for me and andrew at 17 years old doing that but let's say that you know your dad gets pulled out with someone else and you're there watching your dad you know these kind of moments are why you keep going back to the parks. And Andrew, you're absolutely right. I had a blast. And we did that a couple of times. We ended up getting picked for that. So I, I think, listen, we wax poetic about things. But, man, those were good times there. And uh, for me, though, I'm, I'm going to go more, more Jay's route. Uh, the first time we took Zachary to the parks, uh, he was... So he would have been turning three, I believe. 
And he's had a poo stuffed animal his entire life. Uh, and at this point he was three years old, but, but the poo was three years old and he had slept with it every day of his life and dragged it and kicked it and thrown it and drooled on it and probably <laughs> thrown up on it. I mean, and we took him to crystal palace and oh. the look on his face when he saw a giant Winnie the Pooh at three years old, wasn't one of fright. Like this was my concern was, is he going to be scared of the characters? I'll tell you, he was right. apprehensive at first with Mickey Mouse. Was the first character he met was Sorcerer Mickey, and he was apprehensive. Like, didn't want to let go of me, but he high fived him and stuff. But let me tell you, something. when he saw Pooh, he oh was done. And I melted. I mean, it was great. It was one of those moments that, again, you can't you can't synthesize that feeling you get. No. I mean, you can you can tell your son and your daughter you love them and, and cuddle them and take them to a movie or take them to a ball game, but but when you see something from from uh, uh, outside perspective where it's like an out of body experience where you're sitting there watching him or her in that moment, it, it's something that's really really awesome to me. Um, and for me, it was when he met Winnie the Pooh. And, and I mean, we go every time we go, we go there and I'm going to meet Pooh again. Right. And, and he loves it. And, and he loves meeting Winnie the Pooh. So, I mean, that's that's for me that that's my moment. It's a little sappy there for everybody. Yeah, let's, absolutely. Let, oh, no. let, let's have a little discussion now. Our last question of the night and one that we added fairly early into this. What? Jay, is your favorite episode that we've ever done? Uh, I think I'm going to have to go with episode 11, The Villain's Battle. Wow. Even though we picked the Horn King to win? Yeah, I know, but <laughs> okay, all right. just everything that went into that episode was, it was fun. Just it was a good so time. much fun. A lot of fun. The research on, on the strengths and abilities of each character. and. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it was just truly enjoyable. I really well, it was. I think fun. for you, it almost felt like a video game. Almost. Yeah, yeah, it was. So I think that was. Yeah. Drew, Andy, Andy, well, what do you got for me? Um, I gotta go two things here. So the first one I'm gonna say is no, episode... we only have 25 episodes to pick from, and only uh, like a handful are any good. So you get one pick. I can't do one. So you can ep- do one. That's it. No, episode six, Transportation Recreation, was by far one of the funnest you, episodes. You do love before. that episode. Yeah, uh, it was true. fun. It was relaxing. It was laid back. It was a lot of info. Um, but it really was. quick, um, we did a Hidden Treasures episode in Ways to Stay Cool. And I think those two episodes were fun in the aspect that we did the back and forth concept. But I think those two episodes also have a ton of like value information that you can't find in a lot of places. Um, so that's why I also like those two episodes. But I said I'd make it short. That's it. How about you, Bob? I mean, for me, there is only one. There is only one. And it was really the one that started them off. Yes. I, 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 so it's fun listening back because I, but there's a, there was a whole point when me and Andrew talked to Jay and we said, we got to do a Disney podcast because we think blank sucks. Right. And, and Jay's like, yeah, it does. It does suck. For me, I'm going episode number 12, which was <laughs> Fast Pass, a yes. broken system. 
because I feel like that was, and again, we say we're uncensored and that's really kind of, we give you different opinions on things. Um, for me though, that was where we really hit our stride with yeah. kind of being uncensored in a way where we kind of don't agree with what they're doing there. Like we don't love, that was the first time we looked at an episode and said, yeah, you know what? This system blows and we're going to, we're going to tell you that it blows. So for right. me, it was episode 12. I really did enjoy conservation as well. Not one of our more popular ones, mm -hmm. but I learned good a lot episode. that episode and, and it was a good time. Guys, not one on this list. Real quick, if off the top of your head, I'm putting you on the spot. Your least favorite episode we've ever done. Jay? I'd go with uh, Conservation Conversation, not because oh, the episode it. itself sucks. It's just not the, the material that I'm really, truly interested. God, just kick I, me in the I, nuts. I, Jay, I have no problem with it. I, I like making sure that you know, you're protecting the Earth, but it's just not something that I like talking about because it feels like to a certain extent, I'm kind of bragging, and I'm not a braggart. Well, yes, Jay I, doesn't recycle. That's what that means. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Bob, I think that's a softball. I think that I'll all remember the famous episode 15, where <laughs> me and you got in such a fight that we could not even record an episode. And hell, had to feel like we had to do ourselves a favor and call it Happy Fourth of July, everybody. Here's an episode that blows oh. and Bob and I can't communicate with each other. So uh, yeah, I mean no brainer. Of course that's the worst episode. Oh, okay, my so my so I'm gonna I'm gonna stun the world. It, it's it's been closeted in me for a while, and I don't know if this is the place to have this conversation. But since well, we're having so much fun I hated the Star Wars episode, the theme park menace. I, I just, it was all over the place. If you go back and listen, it was a friggin' train wreck. Yeah. Like, it's it's so meandering. Hey, you know, it's like we almost way. tried to do too much. And I think we've tried, I think we tried to do too much with that episode in hindsight. Probably. I mean, we listed every friggin' restaurant and every <laughs> snack stand in Galaxy's Edge. Like, that episode was a disaster from beginning to end. We spent too much time talking about Star Tours. It was all over the place, and it's a terrible listen listening back. But if you want to listen, like I said, please go back and listen to all of them. I mean, the do's and don'ts, the first two we did, were really a good time. I enjoyed those two. Yeah. So I'm going to turn it over to Jay, who's going to take us through front row, back row. Jay, what do you got? All right, so obviously this is kind of self-explanatory. I'm going to name a ride, and we're going to say whether we prefer the front or back row of this particular ride. We're going to start it off with Rock and Roller Coaster. Well, I think that one's a no-brainer here. I think that's probably the one of the easiest ones in this list, and I'm going to say front row. Oh, please, you're out of your mind. Back row. Back row. No, stop <laughs> yes, that. Yes, back row. Love How is there anything better when you're sitting there front row of that takeoff? Oh, no, it's great, but the ride, the takeoff is the only part the front row is fun in, which I guess is like two-thirds of the ride, so maybe you're right. But for <laughs> me, I'm going, I'm going back row. I love the back row. I love the whipping around, which is weird because I do not like spinning rides, but this is a little bit different. I like it. I'm going rock and roll coaster. Back row. Jay, tough one for you because I don't know if you've ever been on it. Yeah, I'm not a big coaster guy. Right. Um... 
if I liked the coasters, I'd probably go back row. No okay. back row is where you get the most G forces out of that ride. Yes. True. So Jay, what else? Space Mountain, front row or back row. I'll go first on this one. I'd say front row mainly because of the fact that it is such a rough ride. It's that much rougher on the back. I mean, Jay, does this Jay, even matter? Front Jay, row, back row. Here. No, there is no. No, no. There are rows. There are rows. There's Jay, one. I'm in sync with you. Jay, I'm in sync with you. Front front seat on, on, on Space Mountain. Front seat, if Andrew's upset about the row conversation. I'm going front <laughs> seat to Space Mountain. It, it doesn't matter where I sit on this ride. Okay. <laughs> I'll be grumpy deals on that one. It doesn't matter. All <laughs> right. Thund- Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. Front row, back row. Now that's an easy one. Buddy. Please. Back row. Back row. Absolutely. It's the only back way to ride row. that ride. 100% yeah. at nighttime. Yep. Splash Mountain, front row or back row? Oh, please. Not a roller coaster. Front row. It's a flume. Front you row. Get me wet. That's why I'm that on it. Mist in your face. Front row. Front yep. row. I, I don't ride it because of the, it is a flume. It is that big drop that I'm not a fan of, but I'd go front row if I were doing it. All right, next, Expedition Everest. Well, I know the correct answer to this, um, but for some reason, I don't know why I enjoy the front row here, but um, I will say it's not the better experience on the ride. Not going back row. Yeah. Not going back row. I really can't say on this one. <laughs> so let's go soaring, and I'll say on this one, front row all the way. Well, Jay, I yes. wouldn't know what that feels like. Um, <laughs> so I can tell you right now, I don't know, but I know where it's not, and it's not on the bottom on the end. That's right. No, it's not. Front row's on the way to go. Yeah. Slinky Dog Dash, front row, back row. Probably back here. I might Not go really. front on this one. I might go front. I don't know that it matters much in this ride, but I'm no. going front. I think I agree. I'll go front on this one. Yeah. I like being behind Slinky's head. <laughs> he can scratch his ears. That's right. See, that's why I feel like I don't like the front row there because it's it, the head's so big that it's not like Everest is legit front row stoppage. So it's like you're looking over the the end. Which in this one, I feel like it doesn't really matter in the front because you're getting obstructed anyway. No, yeah, well, there's really a bad scene on Slinky Dog. No, Slinky there isn't. Dog, I agree. Slinky Dog's a pretty solid attraction with its ride, with its uh, seat distribution. Yep. It is. Seven Doors Mine Train, front or back? Oh, boy. I like I, the front. I'm going front on this one. <sighs> Yeah, you know what? I'm going front too, if only for the the dark ride right, yeah. through the mine. That's only I'm going and, dark uh, front on that. And each card has the individual movement, so it, it's kind of yeah, yeah, that's true. Kilimanjaro Safari. I'm going mm. back. I think uh, you get a little more open view of things in the back of the vehicle. Definitely so, bumpier. A little bumpier. Definitely, it is. but I, I'm going back row for the for the picture taking opportunities. I agree with you there. Yep. Yeah, I would, I would actually agree. Dinosaur, last one. <laughs> oh, so super row. rough ride all around. Um, I'm going front right. 
I've always huh. had a vicious ride at the front of the car. It, it's a little more. It seems a little more aggressive. Uh, if you want a less aggressive seat, they do say to sit in the middle of the rows here. I would say so, front left. Hey, that, again, I think same situation as the front right. I'm not sure I've ever sitting. I'm not sure I've ever been front left here. The dinosaurs on the left, front, I believe. The t uh, the all the, no, the he's the, on the right. Well, I guess it. Well, technically, he's on both sides as he comes multiple times. But you're right <laughs> for the picture, right at the yeah, end. Yeah, he's there. on the right of the car. Yes. Yep. The right right by you on the left. Yes. There you go. I'd go for as well. You do. You lose them. All right. Oh, that was fun, boys. That was very interesting. Yeah, I think that's going to wrap up our little uh, mystery bots there and uh, move on over to Bub for the Random House of Mouse. Yes, just a quick, you know, this date in Disney history. We're going to September 18th of 1928. Walt Disney's trademark application is approved for one Mickey Mouse. Huge deal, obviously. Big deal for September 18th of 1928. Also, in this instance, on September 21st of 1998 i threw this one in there for jay because infoseek and the disney company announced that their new home internet portal site will be called the go network which absolutely nobody gave a crap about and it <laughs> died almost as quickly as it became real yeah again and then september 21st of 2009 this one was for drew Disney Interactive launched Toy Story Mania for the Wii. It was the first video game to be based on a Disney theme park attraction. So that's oh, it this game. week, boys. It was. Just a, couple of, just a couple of quick notes there from this week in Disney history. And uh, let's, let's wrap it up, Drew. Yeah, absolutely. Again, that is going to wrap up um, this Mystery Bots episode. So we hope you enjoyed it. We know it was something a little bit different this week. Um, I do want to say... Uh, we have some really big, exciting guests coming up the next three shows. So look on for the Ohana. We'll be sharing some info. But starting next week and the two weeks after that, three in a row, three really cool guests. Um, so make sure you keep uh, keep that heads up there. Again, as always, any feedback, questions, or comments, email us at the Disney Guys Uncensored, all one word, at gmail.com. Also, if you're interested in joining our Facebook group, head over to Facebook and search under Groups for the Disney Nice Uncensored Ohana. This is our main way to communicate with you guys, listeners, constantly posting stuff. As always, you want to help us to grow, get into more countries internationally. iTunes, give us a five-star ratings, and please, 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 a short review, just a few merged, uh, words will go a long way. Um, lastly, as always, if you want to help us and support us, go to patreon.com slash the Disney Guys Uncensored. Uh, you'll receive even more content. Donate as little as $2 per a month. And it really helps us out uh, to get you guys some more, you know, limited things and and really give that extra, you know, special stuff for you guys. Uh, so we hope you enjoyed the show and thank you for listening to The Disney Guys Uncensored. May Walt Disney World bring joy and inspiration and new knowledge to all who come to this happy place.